The reason why I like this is knowledge is power, right? And so you're getting them to start talking and you're allowing the conversation to flow and you're getting them to share information with you. That's why it's so important that interviews should be conversational. Conversations in your job search should be conversational. We need to build rapport with these people that we're talking with and really try to stay concise, unlike I just did right there. (laughs) Welcome to the Career Advancement Academy. We're your hosts. Jack and Kara Dennison, and we're your ultimate career coaches. We're here to help you find, land, and crush your dream job. And help you live an amazingly authentic life while doing it. If you're a professional ready to make the money you're worth, make an impact at companies you like, and live authentically, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Career Advancement Academy. Welcome back to the Career Advancement Academy. It is the second week of January 2024. I cannot believe that we are already into a new year, but... This month, we are talking about ways to authentically advance your career, starting with your branding. We are so excited. Last week, we talked about uh, some do's and don'ts for your resume and how to really start with your personal and professional brand and how to do it authentically, especially considering that last year's word of the year, according to Miriam Webster, was authentic. Well, I guess we better have this authentic version of us out there the right way. And I think our podcast title today might have kind of led individuals to think something else was going to be going down. But we're talking today about the personal branding framework your competition is using to land your dream job. And trust me, they're being authentic. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to give you the framework. This is the framework that we teach our clients and is available in our courses online in order to make sure that you are building out a framework. And the reason why we really love frameworks here and all of our courses utilize frameworks because as someone who's a little neurospicy, what I have found is frameworks really help to build out your stories help you tell stories authentically and allow you to really focus on being authentic, but you've practiced and you're following a framework. So that eliminates some of that mental load instead of you sitting there when someone says, tell me about yourself. And you go, uh, I forgot everything about me (laughs) or the opposite where it's like, well, I was born on a snowy day in February, right? And you just start talking, 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 and their eyes glaze over. You now have a framework that you can fall back on, and you're kind of within some nice boundaries within that framework. You can answer really strongly, strategically, and be authentic without having to worry about that mental load. So we use frameworks a lot around here. Yeah. And today's framework, we're talking about building a strong personal brand. Why? Because it matters. According to LinkedIn, 71% of professionals believe that strong personal brands can receive more job offers. 71%. That's seven out of 10. Yeah, that's a lot. And personal branding is really, really important these days, especially with the rise of social media, job searches being overwhelmingly frustrating, and this need to really differentiate yourself from the market. So what is personal branding? 
Personal branding is the unique combination of skills, experience, and personality that you want the world to see in you. It tells your career story and it reflects your conduct, your achievements, your spoken and unspoken words, and your perspective. And this is really important in your personal branding when it comes to your career because it can either position you as an expert or a leader in your field. It helps open doors of opportunities and it creates a lasting impression on your career and future employers. This is really important because you want that lasting impression. You want people to remember you and they want people, you want people to associate you with the things that you want them to associate you with instead of potentially things that they, that you don't. Right. Yeah. I think for me, when I think about personal branding in my life, really, I, uh, it's changed a lot. Like once upon a time, when you first met me, I was a personal trainer that mm-hmm. I, I was working part-time. I was going to college and, and really trying to figure out professionally what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to be a professional, but I had no idea how I was going to get there. And then, uh, it kind of morphed and changed to where I became kind of like customer success savant of some sorts. And then I went into administration and, and kind of did that from a retail perspective. And, then we kind of started this business and we left the corporate world. And then I kind of became a salesperson and also a coach and leading groups of people and helping them change their mindset and perspectives. That's kind of now like my journey with personal branding. How about yours? Yeah. So with my personal branding, I graduated college in 20, 2008 at the height of the recession of the first recession that we've been through as millennials and with a double degree in management and marketing. And I got a marketing job right away. Um, and then it all kind of went downhill from there. I went into retail. Um, I went into customer service Meanwhile, all of these jobs that I was doing, I was also building up my first business, which a lot of people don't know that I, this is my second foray in entrepreneurship, but I had a wedding photography business and I did that for about seven years and I was really building that up while also working full time. And then I switched and completely pivoted my career into human resources, um, which I loved and I built up that career. And then we built this business um, from there. And What's really interesting, Jack and I talk about this all the time, is that our history of really rebranding ourselves and rebuilding ourselves, him getting a degree in philosophy and personal training and all of that has really helped him become this mindset and accountability coach that we have in in the career, as well as him learning firsthand all of the HR resume, all the stuff that we've been doing, as well as my uh, background in management and marketing, the foray and entrepreneurship that I had, the creativity that I had in wedding photography, as well as my whole background in human resources and resume writing has really created me to be able to be the powerhouse coach that I am right now. And so what's really interesting is, is that throughout all of these chapters in our lives that we've had, it's required us to rebrand ourselves, not just in our own minds, right? As who we see ourselves as, which is probably sometimes the hardest part, but also to rebrand ourselves into who our friends and our family see ourselves and how we present ourselves online, right? Because there are people who met me when I was their photographer 
who sometimes even just a couple of years ago, I was contacted, oh, do you still do photography? And I'm like, no, I don't. I'm a, a completely different person. But what's really great about this is that because of all those different chapters in our lives, we have become who we are. And each of those moments in our lives has played a big part into who we are. Both Jack and I mentioned that we worked in customer service. We worked in contact centers. And because of that, we've worked in some tough situations dealing with really tough people at high emotional levels. And that has allowed us to really remain calm when our clients are going through some of the toughest moments of their lives, being unemployed and going through job searches, right? And it's interesting to really reflect on those moments in our lives and how they played a part into who we are now, right? So why are we telling you this story, right? It's because your personal brand is truly your skills, your experiences, your values, and the life and the chapters of what you have lived to bring you to who you are now. And a lot of times we talk to people and they say, oh, you know, I, I've changed careers or I've pivoted and all this other stuff. And because Jack and I have gone through so many different chapters, and at the time in our 20s, it felt a little shameful. It felt a little frustrating. Like, what are we doing? How are we figuring this out? But because we can look back and we can see how each of those chapters of our lives really have brought us to be uniquely qualified for what we do now, it has allowed us to help others craft their personal brand and show how they're uniquely qualified for what they're about to do or the next step in their career. And so why I'm I'm kind of talking so hard and going hard in the paint about this is because I want you to really, as you're developing your unique value proposition, as you're developing your personal brand, start thinking about where you've been, where you've worked, the skills that you have, the experiences that you've had, the places that you visited and lived, your cultures, the people in your life, because every single one of them have been in your life or you've experienced them for a reason. And it makes your story uniquely different from your competition or the person next to you. And it all comes in for a reason. And don't shy away when talking about your personal brand from aspiring to be more than what you are now, mm -hmm. because having that guide, that guide, that compass, if you will, of saying, I don't, I know I want to go that way. I don't exactly know how I'm going to do it, what it's going to look like, but what's going to happen is you're going to start crawling in that direction. It might not always be perfect, but you're going to start implementing the steps to get you closer to that. So don't be afraid of setting lofty expectations for yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid of going there because if we don't have a personal brand, guess what's going to happen? We're going to blend into the job market. We're going to look just like every Tom and Harry out there. The other thing is we're probably going to be overlooked. We're not going to be we're not going to be able to stand out because we don't have the like Kara said, the UVP, the unique value proposition that makes us unique. We're going to have challenges to network with others because we can't find our own value within ourselves. So how are we going to be able to present that to others in this process? Right. Like those things matter. And that lack of that clear personal brand and that clarity of who you are 
might hinder somebody from wanting to champion you for a potential role. The other things are we're going to run into missed opportunities because we don't have good brands. People can't find you if they don't know what you do. They can't find your your flag if the flag's not up there, if you're not putting your voice out into to the void in some way, shape, or form. People gravitate towards the story that they resonate with. They gravitate to something that's like-minded. They gravitate to somebody who sees their vision. If you are not presenting who you are and championing how you feel about what your vision is, how is anybody else ever going to believe in it too? And it's also so important to avoid inconsistent messaging, which can lead to a disjointed narrative. But also the biggest thing about this, about the branding, it's you. It's being able to have self-confidence in who you are and being able to have have that self-assurance and that professional presentation on all areas of your life is going to be key. Mm -hmm. So a personal brand really isn't just for the outside world. It really is a great thing, right, to be able to clearly present yourself to your audience, to potential employers, to networking contacts, friends, family, et cetera. But it's also for you, right, to understand the value that you bring, to understand your worth. And like Jack said, this is impactful on your self-confidence. If you don't have a high level of self-worth, if you don't have that self-confidence, it's going to be a very confusing personal brand. You're not going to know how to show up and where your place is in, in the market, in your job, in your life, in your family, right? And so this is why this month we're taking some time to really help you understand and how to develop that UVP. If you don't know what that is, check out last week's podcast episode, check out last week's YouTube video where we help you develop that UVP because this is really critical. That self-awareness piece is absolutely something that is a critical piece for you to develop as you grow in your career. The reason being is because if you don't know what your value proposition is, if you don't know what your value is to present to the world and what your specific personal branding is, it is going to be very easy to fall into that trap, especially in a job search where you're trying to twist yourself right into a pretzel based on what you perceive is the expectation of other people. And unfortunately, what that's going to be is it's going to be a lot of misses. It's going to be a lot of confusion and it's going to be a big nosedive for your self-confidence as you go throughout this market and throughout your career. You're going to constantly be trying to people please and trying to present yourself as someone else than who you truly are. It's going to come across as inauthentic and it's going to come across as sometimes desperate and with low self-worth. And so why we're saying that this is so important is because when you can do this authentically, you can figure out what your value is. Not only is your confidence going to go up, but you're going to find the place that's going to value who you are, and you're going to have a more long-lasting, fulfilling, and impactful career. The caveat to this is that you're going to be facing some more rejection. And here's the reason for this, is because instead of you going out and trying to be the perfect fit for everyone, right? And pretzeling yourself and going home at night going, who am I? I don't even know. You are going to stand tall and say, this is who I am. And some people are going to say, that's not for me. And that's okay because I don't want you to go towards people who you are not right for because that's going to create a toxic and inauthentic 
environment for you where you're going to burn out even faster. And so these are why, this is why it's so important for you to do this so that you can find not only who you are, but the environments where you will thrive. So let's talk about some frameworks for your personal branding and how you're going to, once you've figured out what that is, how you can present your personal branding when asked, right? So this is that framework that we were talking about. What I really like about this personal branding is that this is my personal framework for how to answer that tell me about yourself question, right? It's also known as an elevator pitch, right? So why this is so important and why we find this is sort of like that that hidden card in your back pocket to always have ready and available after you do your personal branding is because as you go about and network, as you go into interviews, it is one of the most common questions that are asked. In fact, it is the most common interview question asked. It's also asked all the time at holidays, <laughs> at uh, networking events, at any event that you end up going to. So having this prepared is going to make you look like a very confident individual and it's going to be clear and concise and let people know exactly who you are. Ready to dive in? Let's dive in. All right. So we're building your brand, right? So first, in order to do so, we need to share a little bit about ourselves. We need to bring the person in and make them feel us, make them like us just a little bit of who we are. How do we do that? Just a quick overview of what they we want them to know about us, right? This should only be about 10 seconds. Hi, I'm Jack. I'm a, I'm a mindset and a, a mindset and accountability coach. And I also do sales for my organization, helping high achievers get fine jobs. Something very, very short and sweet. I do work with my wife. We live in the Nashville area and uh, we work from home. I really like for this first part to make it a little bit personal. And Jax is great. And that's absolutely fine if you want to do an overview of who you are. However, I like to make mine a little bit personal. And here's the reason why. The reason why is when you share something a little bit personal. Now, if in an interview and stuff like that, you want to be careful about what's personal because you don't want to share anything that's going to be too personal. But the reason why I like to make it just a little bit personal is because when you share a personal fact about yourself, you're not giving away too much, but you're giving away just enough that the other person feels like they're let in on a secret about you, right? And that psychologically speaking is enough to allow that person to feel very endeared to you and connected to you. So for mine, for the 10 seconds, it might be, Oh, hey, you know, uh, my name is Kara and I live in Tennessee uh, with my two black cats. And when it's great and warm outside, you can find me in the hammock. Right. So it's 10 seconds, very quick. And it doesn't even talk anything about work. But now all of a sudden, you know, a little bit about me that you're like, oh, I feel I feel like I kind of know her a little bit. Right. That's the first part. The second part is going to be about your professional experience, right? Because most of the time this is asked in an interview. So we want to get down to business. Mm -hmm. We want to keep this 30 to 45 seconds. And I typically break this into two parts. So how I do it is I have the first part be sort of overarching as to who I am. This is my personal branding statement. It's going to be, if you listen to last week, it's going to be that I help this target audience using these types of skills, getting these types of results, and then a specific accomplishment that speaks to that statement, right? So we want to back it up with some facts. Here's what I do, and here's the proof, right? So for me, it would be um, I'm an executive career coach and Forbes writer and executive resume writer. I have helped. My mission is to help high achievers and leaders 
live impactful lives starting with their careers. Over the last four years, I've helped over 7,000 individuals and have negotiated $12 million in salary increases. <laughs> Probably more at this point, but I haven't updated it. But the reason why I like this is because I've told you exactly who I am and what I do. And I've got a nice impactful um, metric and statement that kind of backs it up. Right? I love that. I think that's really important uh, to take note. And I like your short little elevator pitch we're building a little better than mine, okay. but that's okay. That's why it's a work in progress. And that's why you need to work on this yeah. because once you practice it a couple of times, then you have this just by memory and you can just go ahead and use it in any situation. Yeah. We have clients who have literally landed roles on the commute train, yeah. talking to other people who were sitting next to them and they landed the role of their dreams. Literally. It happens. That we, was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> we've we've had people do this at networking events. We've had them do it at, in their driveway. We've had clients, get, their neighbor helped them out, get a job. These things happen. You need yeah. to be trained in order to do this. And if you do it right, it creates magic. Yeah. And what's really cool is really, that's the only amount that you need to memorize. The other part of the framework is the stuff that you're going to come up with on the fly. And I'm going to tell you about it, but really that's the only part that you have to memorize. So again, I'll tell you mine. So, Hey, you know, as you know, my name is Kara. Uh, I live in Tennessee with my husband and two black cats. And when the weather's warm, you're going to find me outside on the hammock. Professionally speaking, I'm an executive career coach, Forbes writer and executive resume writer. We help high professional or high achievers and leaders live professional live impactful lives. Ooh, starting with their careers in the last four years, we've helped over 7,000 executives and professionals find their dream job and have been responsible for $12 million in salary increases, right? So that is it minus the little fumble in between. The last part of the framework is why you're excited to be in that conversation. Here's the psychological part behind it excitement breeds excitement. The amount of times that I have been a recruiter and I'm in an interview with someone and I ask them, why do you want this job? Why are you excited about this company? And they're like, oh, you know, I don't know. No one wants to work with someone who's not excited or no one even wants to continue a conversation with someone who you can tell is bored to be in that conversation, right? So why we love this part is because you're you're really breeding that excitement and you're creating that ping pong approach to that conversation and you're getting the other person talking. The reason why I like this is knowledge is power, right? And so you're getting them to start talking and you're allowing the conversation to flow and you're getting them to share information with you. So what I like to say is, hey, what drew you to this company or why are you excited to speak to them? Or this is also a really great chance to relay some information about the company or the person that you've already kind of researched and or ask a question about the other person. So this might look like, you know, and professionally speaking, I'm blah, 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 blah. And here's an accomplishment to back that up. And I'm really excited to be talking to you because I looked up the company online and it looks like their values really match mine, especially in the value of integrity. I'd love to hear from you. How does that value really play into this role of director of marketing? Right? So now all of a sudden that elevator pitch 
is short, it's impactful, it's engaging, you haven't lost anyone's attention, and now you've turned it back on them and you've started the conversation really going. I think that's so important because we all want to be engaged in a conversation. We all don't want to zone, zone out. We've all been there, right? When someone just starts talking and then you're just like, oh God, they just want to keep talking, right? And they just keep talking and keep talking. And then all of a sudden at the end, you're just like, oh, well, I guess we should just move on and end this thing because it's not really going anywhere, anywhere productive that I'm enjoying at least. And that's why it's so important that interviews should be conversational. Conversations in your job search should be conversational. Yeah. We need to build rapport with these people that we're talking with and really try to stay concise, unlike I just did right there. <laughs> But listen, this framework has been overwhelmingly powerful for so many people. And in fact, it is probably my most viral TikTok video. And if you found this podcast from that video, great. The reason why it's been so helpful is when you have this framework memorized, it is a great way to start a conversation. Most of the time people start conversations with tell me about yourself. This is going to help you not only build out your personal brand, help you convey it powerfully like a leader and get that conversation going. And it's going to alleviate any concerns about who you are and what you bring to the table. I'm so glad that you listened to this podcast episode. If it has been helpful and you are excited about your personal brand and you're watching this on YouTube, let us know in the comments your three-part framework, uh, a little bit of some bullet points of what you would say in your answer to tell me about yourself because we would love to read it. In the next upcoming weeks, we are going to be talking about how and us why you should be really conveying your personal brand across your LinkedIn profile, online, how to create content, all of this really great stuff and how to really take your personal brand to that next level. We're even going to dive in and show you how to network with it. I know. Woof. I'm very, very excited about it. Really make sure that if this is something that you are really excited about that you are subscribed to our podcast on any major podcasting platform that you listen to. Make sure that you're subscribed to our YouTube channel, Optimize Career Solutions on YouTube, so that you are notified when we drop a new episode. We're going to be dropping a new episode tomorrow to continue talking about all of this really great stuff. All throughout the month of January, we're going to make sure that you are starting the year right, defining your personal brand, being authentic in your career, and advancing your career the strategic and authentic way. Cheers. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for attending the Career Advancement Academy this week. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation. If you know a friend or colleague who would benefit from this episode, make sure to share it with them and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. If you're interested in working with us, check out www.optimizedcareersolutions.com to learn more.